all you gray area folks. We're going to have a great show for you tonight. Tonight, we're going to talk about remote viewing. And I'm sure that if you have found your way to this little podcast, you already know what that is. And we have a keen interest in all things that are just a bit beyond the normal way of thinking and doing and being, hence the gray area. So I hope you guys had a good time. It's been a while since we've been together. I don't know about you, but I felt like a rocket launched me into 2023, <laughs> and uh, here I am. <laughs> so now I have to ask, this is my first question. Did you guys get the chance to watch the film? Third Eye Spies. Did you guys get to look at that? Did you watch that? I've seen it before. Did you? Did you look I at it? I don't know. You know what? Did I, you watch that? I bet I did. I just didn't know. I mean, you didn't I've know seen that was so the name of it. of it. Yeah. I, it all blurs together. What's after a the? While. Can you? It's it's a story about you know the history of remote viewing program in the CIA and the government, and it was it was very well done. I'd say it was not sensationalized in any fashion, and it. I think what it attempted to do is tell the story of the people you never hear about. Yeah. The really famous ones. I mean, they were in there too. Uh, Major Ed Dames, who's still, you know, you know, active. Is he really? In talking. I mean, there's still, um, I'll say there are still a lot. You can still find him on YouTube when you, when you, when you Google his name and he's, he's got a rich history of, you know, his way of doing remote viewing and, he, you know, did some teaching. He did a lot of teaching. He Isn't did, that kind of yeah. part of it? He would actually only bring like two people at a time. Yes. And he'd meet them in a city yes. and he would, yeah, Make he was sure. real intense about it. Uh, yeah. I think intense is the right way to say yeah. it. Did, did you, when you looked into him, I mean, what were you, well, well before we go there. We got to explain what it, remote viewing yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'll, anybody else want to take a shot at that? Um, I had a couple things. Okay, well, I, uh, the definition I was going to give is that remote viewing is really just about the con a controlled way of seeing a physical place, a target, without actually physically being there. So that you use your mind to, to sense and, quote, see. Um, but there's, you, it's usually very controlled. And there is a target somewhere else. Yeah, and it's 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 almost like an experiment, or you can you you know something is happening, and you're being asked to look at a certain coordinate with your third eye. With your yes, exactly the the third eye. So you're using that that's I guess the sixth sense as, as it were. It's like clairvoyance with a purpose, or clairvoyance yes, yes. with with a a project in mind. Like yes, a, yes. Yeah, that versus Dame, just general. Dame's called it that. Yeah, it, just with general simplicity, it'd yeah. be. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So that, that the only reason I make the distinction is that the remote viewing uh, phrase is really exists because I'll say the CIA and other intelligence agencies kind of coined the term, and that that's where it, that's where it comes from. <clears throat> Yeah, there was a um, <clears throat> the first like public mention of it. Basically, I'm, I'm I might be wrong on this, but 
President Carter mm. yes. said something about yes, there yes, was yes, yes. a psychic in California who had found the exact place in the Congo where a Russian bomber plane, I don't know what kind of bomber it was, but it was a plane, they found it. Wow. Yeah, that's right. And he actually talked about this. And this was, I mean, it was still sort of taboo at that time when he brought that forth, mm-hmm. when President Carter brought that forth. Because that was 20-some years after the program started. Yeah. Well, but apparently a lot of this was going on in Russia already. Right. Oh, yeah. So we weren't the, the first to do it. remote viewing was kind of coined up. Well, who knows exactly the, the I don't genesis, know the Russian word for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't speak Russian. But, yeah, that was that. it, it happened uh, they were playing around with it before we were. Right. And then oh, we yeah. got our we got our, our digs in it and then we started. But and it all came through military. But yes. then people branched out and kinda did their own thing. I mean there's even you know, there's certainly I they say there's still a program now. You know, but it I'm keeps sure. getting recalled. So one thing that um one of the other uh one of the other military guys, not Ed Danes, but another one. Ingo Swan? Well, Ingo Swan was one. He he was, he was really good. Yeah, and he was natural. Yeah. Yeah. he wasn't. Natural he wasn't military psychic. though. No, but he Mm-mm. he had this this gift, and I think there were even some stories about him with other extraterrestrials slash interdimensionals who have been quoted as saying his energy was just beautiful. Like he was really operating at a wow. at a pretty high frequency. So yeah, like you said, he was natural at it. Yeah. Did you know he was an artist? Yes, I did know that. Yeah. yeah. That was weirdo. What a great name. Yeah, they're so strange. He was uh <laughs> very troubled as a child. He was a homosexual and he got picked on a lot. Uh, and he wasn't popular back then. M- no. <laughs> Not to say the or least. Or accepted. Yeah. Yeah, so he retreated to his, you know, home like a lot of uh, esoteric type people yeah. did. I mean, you look at all kinds of artists, actors. Um, What's the name for that when you don't leave your house? Well, besides introvert, it no, shut in. A, no, there's a term. It's a condition. Oh, um, oh well, not like agoraphobic. Hyper- agoraphobia. Agoraphobic. Yeah. 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 Well, can you imagine being able to see? It? So, okay, another, another part of this. Yeah. It's really hard to understand the process of how how it works. So sure. you get maybe we can do this together. One thing I know is that you get a coordinate or a target mm-hmm. that it has to be an actual thing, maybe not that is in existence now, but it once had an existence and an mm-hmm. identity. Mm-hmm. It's got to be something an identity because then you can kind of zoom in on it. So it has to have had an energy. Right, signature, right, right, and were. something you can you can imagine or pick up on, but that's the other thing because they try to get imagination out of the way. Yeah, ego and imagination have to kind of kind of part, step aside, and then you see it. There's an intuitive knowing that you get out of it. It's real. It's real. It's real well, hard to understand how it's been proven to work, which well, is fascinating. But I think it's also important to note here that we, since we haven't said this. I think those who do remote viewing and those who are practitioners of it agree that all human beings, or at least a vast majority of human beings, have this um, this gift. You just have to un- unlock it. And it's in your subconscious. And the idea is you're, you're gaining access to the 
global consciousness. Yes. Yes. The singular consciousness of yes. all of us. So it's like Kashik Record. Yeah. They, um, it's similar to that, that you can go out and kind of get into that stream and find the place you want. And ride the slipstream yeah. of consciousness. Yeah, and then bring it back. To the next location. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think this is fascinating. I can't say that I, I have studied remote viewing, meaning I have been interested to take a course and I've looked into a couple courses to actually go be trained oh, on how yeah, to do yeah, it yeah. and um, have not yet um, executed on those. Um, but I know for a fact that I have astral traveled, which is a different topic, mm -hmm. but they are different. They're very different. But I, I know I have done that before and it was a pretty cool experience, but we can talk about that later. That's a whole other world. I, I am, I'm fascinated with astro projection. Yeah, yeah. And there's OBEs. See, to me, all oh, that fits. Experience. Sure. Um, and then there's NDEs, and all those circle <laughs> around the same. Yeah. For me, I know remote viewing is, is different, but you're kind of you're going somewhere else. It's like peeling the layers of I consciousness back so that yeah. you can access certain aspects of the, the ethereal world. Right, right, right. And you got to figure. <clears throat> well, telekinesis, telepathy, mm -hmm. ESP, near-death experience. It's all mm -hmm. third eye, basically. It's got to be. It's all it yeah. connected to the pineal gland and the chakras. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, we go Energies. in, we go inward. But you're leaving. That's the cool thing. That's why all those to me fit in the same. You're, you're not leaving. You're tethered. Or yeah, or you're you're coming home. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, you're coming back. <laughs> it might if you be don't a come back, then that. you're. Then you're the, cord, the cord is severed if you don't come yeah. back. So there, there's also um, there's quite a few people that do it for um, criminal investigation, remote viewing. Yeah. So it does go beyond that. I mean, the, the intent of it was, I guess, was all military, most all of what I heard. But a lot of people have taken it. Even one woman who um, was pretty damn famous, too, and I don't have her name off, off, offhand, but... She actually, and it was it was documented in a newspaper and in a magazine that she gave a coffee um, coffee producer uh, numbers to win on the stock market. He won two million dollars, <laughs> and there was two. Yeah, but then she did it, and then she did it again for him, and he bought her a house. Who was that? All all documented. Was that Allison Dubois? No, her, her last name started with a J. But anyway. Huh. That, she's famous. You know, that's kind of cool. Alison Dubois. <laughs> you would think that she'd just Isn't keep right from on doing that. She's a that, medium. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that detective, right? You know, I, I think they're, I think it's cool to imagine, and not even imagine, it's cool to believe and to know that human beings possess this ability to, you know, reach well beyond our own um, field. Uh, our own personal field and right. and and do this kind of tra traveling i don't know what else to call it but just to, just to do this and I, I wonder how difficult it is to learn well they it, in the third eye spies they showed um these experiments where they brought all different kinds of people i'm pretty sure i might be <clears throat> thinking of something else but they brought in like children and they had, I remember seeing like, they had like, it was 
fairly recently because they were sitting, they were laying, they were in this room and they were laying on like uh, inflatable mattresses. Okay. And it was like instant. The kids? Just everybody. It was, oh. I think it was all different ages, okay. but it was like they could get them to do it instantly. I wonder if there was like mm-hmm. something, it was, were they all in one room or were they, mm-hmm. okay. I believe it can happen quickly if you've got the right guide. Yeah. Um, and the right instructions. But how do you know? I mean, these guys are sitting here. I've heard it 12 at a time looking for one object. Let's say it's a yeah. say it's a submarine <clears throat> in the Dead Sea. And that's what a lot of and the things were used for was finding submarines. It, it, yeah. That's exactly what it was. So for. there's 12 of them sitting around in their in their they're scribbling on paper. They're getting images mm-hmm. along with um, uh, words and tech and they're kind of but the idea is that once you look at it all you see the commonalities between the 12 and that hones in on it even more they said they were upwards of 90 percent accurate at times mm-hmm. i mean uh, at times but i mean a lot of times or they wouldn't be funding this mm-hmm. the government would have wouldn't have spent millions and millions of dollars for this research if it didn't work but why didn't they share it with us <laughs> why don't they want us to know i think that's an obvious answer yeah. Whoever they are. It's pretty much with everything. What's, the, what's that answer? And the question I also have, I believe that we as organic beings are capable of uh, uh, having many more of these kinds of gifts that you can imagine. Like every animal and plant and insect on this planet has a purpose. And they have a certain set of, like quote, superpowers. And with humanity, I think our superpower is consciousness and that mm-hmm. we can wield it in a variety of ways. Yeah. We've already named several ways that we can wield that power of consciousness. Even here. manifesting. I mean, mm-hmm. if you think about it, we, oh, we can yes. change our reality with our thoughts. That's it. I mean, that pretty much That's is the it. biggest superpower of all, right? I mean, it is 100%. It, right. And, and knowing that, it makes you wonder why do we need phones? Why do we need <laughs> technology? And I think the answer is we probably don't. At the end of the day, well, we why? don't need telephones. We don't need technology to communicate with each other yeah. or to do what we need to do. And it, even traveling to other dimensions and, and, and space travel, I mean, you know, there's a lot of conjecture that we can actually do it with our Merkaba. And I, that's another thing to talk about but i just i want to you know merca what merca what i just want to to say that i think the human existence is is remarkable and this organic being that we are untouched un unpolluted with technology because we're headed in that direction of transhumanism and embedding sensors and whatnot in our bodies and remote viewing on one level proves we don't need that to be extraordinary but another way of thinking about this is that we're at a low frequency because yes. we're all we're vibrating. So, but intentionally, we are set at a low frequency, meaning uh, powers that be or however it is that that kind of keeping the man down. I don't believe in all that a hundred percent, but I do see that you know it certainly could be happening. But keeping our frequency low because once our frequency raises with some of the different things, I mean yoga. Before yoga was what we call yoga, we all, you know, go into a little room for a half hour yoga. <laughs> right. But it's it's it was much different. It was it was a way to Raise to frequency. enter into another space. Awaken well, the, the astral plane 
that yeah. is on a different dimension. And like Ingo Swan, you were saying how like yeah. he would uh, come come back and say that he was like there's these interdimensional beings and stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but my my point is there's the astral plane that you know as, as long as you're tethered and you come back you can experience that right but mm-hmm. like where is that from you know where is that being accessed in your mind if it is your mind well but but people are having the same experiences well like okay you know i, I was watching some show i forget what it was uh but there was this situation where <clears throat> this uh person this mother we'll just just make this up this mother was uh somewhere 20 miles away and she just had the feeling that something happened to her child at home and she calls her husband and is like go check on our son he's like okay and he looks around he can't find him he goes outside and the son is face down in the swimming pool you know, it's like that's oh, not I've just. Th- I've heard that one. I yeah, think. there's like yeah. something but, like that. There's a lot. There's, that's yeah. like but almost that, quantum entanglement right there. Yeah, but it's also still mm-hmm. kind of accessing that astral plane. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like right. mm-hmm. it's a connection where we are all connected, we physically, really are. physically Completely. connected, yep. like a web. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a web. We're stretching out. We can't see it, but it's there. Yeah, and we're passing things instantaneously and, and, and to these, each other. These people. I, I I've tried yoga. I I have I have a yoga mat. I have yoga yeah. pants. I have I, the gear. I have the yeah. gear. I have <laughs> I paid uh, the fee. You know. I did the ancient hot box yoga. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. What's where that? It, they heat up the room. Super ancient stuff. I mean, <laughs> two thousand years old. <laughs> you live to tell but, about yeah. it. Was no. it real hot stones? And it stuff? was just a way to lose weight, kind of sweat fitness your, place. Literally and sweat your ass off. Decided to turn up the heat and call it a, call it hot box ashtanga. Yeah, ashtanga yoga. I'm down. I'll do. I'll go with you. No. let's go. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> and it was fun, but they teach you how to breathe, right? And mm-hmm. and what I'm wondering if all this is really about raising your vibration, a vibration we can't necessarily measure completely. The frequency becoming yeah, no, becoming the, present the, since we're vibrating anyway. We get to a different, a different vibrating, uh, uh, they say higher vibration. So, mm-hmm. so then the veil, the veil of all this crazy weirdness gets a little thin, and then we can find ways in. I mean, imagine that if you're let's let's talk about vibration and frequency for just a second for your experience. So, if if you are, I'm going to use random numbers just to to demonstrate. So, if you're a being and you're vibrating at a thousand. Megahertz, I don't know, whatever. You're vibrating at a thousand, and then um, an insect is vibrating at fifty. You can see the insect, but it can't see you. It can't perceive you. Oh wow! Like as an example. Right. So you know you're looking down on it, but it can't really understand what you are. You are so far beyond its awareness, ability to comprehend. Think about us. Say we're at five hundred. Okay. What's above us, what's below us? We can see what's below us. We can't see what's above us. Right. But what's above us can see us. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. when you think about that, and you think about that whole, um, like a, you were talking about the they, I'm not going to say Illuminati, but that, that whole concept that there's a, 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 
a different um, level of consciousness that's kind of pushing and creating some of the darkness in our world. And that that consciousness is aware and higher vibration, even if it's evil, higher vibration doesn't necessarily yeah. mean right. it has your to be light, for the good. bed, or ethical. It just right. means you have a higher level of awareness. Right. Um, and so that's a good that's a good point. Imagine that that and you and you can achieve that that frequency through different means. Right. And we've talked a little bit about some of the Epstein Island stuff Ugh. being. And I'm not going to say another word about it other than that's a, that is a, a, an approach in some of the rituals that we've heard about with the, the Eyes Wide Shut Stanley Kubrick film and the, the rituals that they perform in order to raise that frequency so that they can remain, uh, have the ability to see and know. And they, they just have a different perception of the world. And, and so how do us regular folks you know, maintain our belief in something greater. Because we know it's there. Us muggles. Us muggles. <laughs> yeah. It could also, you think about, I, you know, I think about this maybe too often, is I see some shithead out in the world that's a millionaire. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, how the hell did this happen to him? But maybe what they're doing without realizing it is they're operating at a little higher frequency. Mm -hmm. The way they're vibrating is a little different than the way it, it's just it's the way you're born. It's the, it, but that's what I mean. They're, but they suffering may, they is think optional. About it. Do you think? You think suffering is optional? Yeah, I can, oh. yes. I think it's optional. I think it is, but uh, there's no way no, it's hell I could get that deep to fig to get to any of that. <laughs> I, I live in my suffer. I, you know, I swim easy. in my suffer. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I mean, think about how intertwined suffering is. Without your suffering, we wouldn't have such great art. <laughs> there it is. Again. That's yep. it. Yep. Dang. Back to the art. <laughs> it's all about art. It's embodiment. Literally, that word. Think of that word, embodiment. Yeah. That's exactly what it means. Embodying. You are what you do and the way you're being. But I'm. I, what uh, were you going to say? Well, I think um, going back to... Remote viewing. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, I, I think probably, uh, I wonder, and I'm just, I have no idea. I wonder if, like, your physical health has to do with your abilities. Oh. Oh, 100%. You think? Oh, yeah. So mm. I'll say I have a woman that I have been in relationship with for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll, I'll say her name's Miss, Miss Edna. Nobody will know who that is, but I call her Miss Edna. And Miss Edna's in her 80s, and she looks like she's mm. in her 50s. Good for wow. her. Right. She looks, she looks yep. so young. And uh, she's one of those people that you talk to, and she'll, she's able to just share things with you because she's accessing a different realm to... Um, share things with you. And I'll say Miss Edna has been not been wrong. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's been my friend for a long time. And, what, um, she predicts things? She goes into her um, her mind, her heart, whatever, right. and she can pull things out relevant to you and and share them with you in a way that is teaching you how to think about what's happening. Is this some like Dolores Cannon stuff? It is. It's very much like that. 
And uh, it's it's just like sitting with a, a wise elder who cares about you. There's never any, it's never creepy. It's never... Um, my, my grandmother was like that. Yeah, just that, that calm... She was an old farmer. Yes, yes. Yeah, she's the one who taught me that when you see the underside of the leaves... You knew it's it was going to rain. rain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have the same grandma? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, okay, grandma. It, it's those kinds of things. So I'm just saying the accessing of that different, you know, when, you, when you're in good health, you're not in dis-ease, right? You are, you're vibrating at a frequency. Your human blueprint is in, is in good shape. Now, a lot of things can come and knock you off your game. Your game. Yeah. And um, I know, I'll say this, whenever I get angry now, I know I started noticing this about eight years ago. Whenever I get angry, it doesn't even matter what the reason is. If I allow myself to get angry, I literally get sick the next day. Oh, even wow. later on in the, the same or day. Or even the same day. Yeah. I get a sore throat. I get, mm. you know, a fever or whatever. And it's like, what the heck? What is this? And then I'm like, where did I go? What did I do? Oh, I got angry. And literally, as soon as I recognize what it was that caused the disease, the disease, and I kind of, I forgive myself, and I, and I apologize to the person I got angry at, it goes away. Um, so I absolutely believe that the way you live your life and the way you vibrate impacts your health. Now, here's a question. What if, what if you consume certain substances? that are of a higher vibration. What do those do? Now, I have, an, I have an example from my own life I may have shared here before. And um, I don't smoke um, marijuana. I don't, I can't smoke anything. I'm really a goof. I can't inhale. That sounds absolutely stupid, but I, <laughs> I don't actually know how. And, and so I, I would never smoke it. But when I, 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 I heard about this concept of frequency and and about, about five years ago, I had this uh, cancerous growth on my arm. It was a, it kept growing and growing and growing. And actually I have pictures of when it started. And then I kept in the pictures, it kept getting bigger and bigger. And I finally was like, I think this is cancer. Wow. <laughs> and so I went to the, gyne- uh, the gynecologist, I went to the dermatologist and he <laughs> shot it with, <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Um, it's just a few letters, right? Um, I, I went to the dermatologist and he did a little laser thing try to burn it off or whatever this thing didn't budge did not budge came right back and I was like okay I'm gonna try this so I I had a friend um, who had some oil and put it in a like a petroleum jelly for me and it was just a little tiny thing a little free sample and I, I rubbed it on the spot three times a day for a month it was gone there's no scar. Mm. That's all I did. I didn't do anything else, you guys. And this thing was, was darn near the size of a dime. And it just went away. And I, <laughs> you tell me how that works. How does that work? It was just... Was it CBD oil? It was CBD. Yeah, the cannabinoids. That's all it was. Got to work. But it was a really high, high strength, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, or uh, intense and uh, concentrated. Right. And it it went away. I think it's that same concept that it was of a higher frequency. The cancer cells weren't of a higher frequency than the cannabinoids. Well, it's just like it's just like aloe Uh with, with 
sunburns and stuff, you know. How does that work, yeah, but, right? But it's just, it's not it's just got... chemical. It isn't just chemical. But it could be that there was nothing different about that cream at all. You just thought it was. It could be that, too. I mean, you think of the placebo totally. effect. Nobody yeah. has ever figured out. Yeah. And that's like the biggest. The power of your mind. Joe Dispenza that, talks about this that's all the nuts. time. It's nuts yeah. to think of the could've placebo been. effect and that we don't just awe on it every day. But it's not even your mind. You're being fooled. The placebo effect, right? It's well, like you're being fooled. You're like being yeah. trained to think that whatever you're taking is working. Yeah. Which means that the thing itself has no determination I know, on but what's it's, actually but it's like working. It's, it's, your, it's not your it's mind. Psychosomatic. It is your mind. No, no, no. I'm t- trying to figure out how to say it. It's not your mind fixing it. No. It's your mind thinking that something else is fixing it. Right. So it's kind right, of like. Right, right, That's true. It's kind of like. Fooling yourself. <laughs> it's kind of like prayer. Yeah. yeah. Sure. It, it, it operates on the what same exact prayer? idea. Prayer is uh, a form of manifestation. Because it right. says, I am this and I am that. And I declare that this is the future I, I desire. I, this is the present I desire. I, I declare that I ha- I'm powerless. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Surrender. I'm surrendering to you mm-hmm. and I need your help. You know the people that like we were talking about earlier that I, that I was talking about earlier with the, the, the assholes with all the money? Yeah. And you just see a lot of them just have this... There's this sense of, uh, uh, there's a cockiness. But with that cockiness, it's like they've already imagined something's happened. They are that egotistical that, of course, I'm going to get that. Of course, that's going to happen to me. So, you know, we've talked about what manifestation means. You know, it means act as if. Act as if Mm -hmm. it's already happened. Now, these people can, for some reason... You know, so like you said, it's not always for the good. It's not always for the bad. But if somebody can put it in their mind, keep it there, they can manipulate reality. And that's a proven thing. Placebo is is proving that a mind can manipulate reality. It's almost the same exact cosmic law Mm -hmm. just playing out. I, I wanted to go back to something that you shared, JP, and that was... You're saying it's almost like you're surrendering to, through prayer, you're surrendering to the, the whatever the idea or concept is. Mm-hmm. That really sparked a thought in me. Do you, do you think that surrender is the ultimate form of oneness? You're you're saying I'm I am one with everything. I am one with all, mm-hmm. and then whatever you have declared then becomes it's the manifest. It becomes manifest at that point. Because you're declaring it, and since you're one with everything, you're going out to the quantum field, and it's coming back and giving you the thing that you're talking about. Enlightenment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. that could be acceptance. Self, you know, a lot of selfless. You know, Isn't a lot of programs talk about that. Surrender and acceptance are they not the same? I don't think you have to surrender to accept something. I don't know if you're in acceptance. You're not f- resisting, but that that isn't necessarily surrender. Right? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. close, but it's not. It, you're, you're a little still bit. A, there, you're there still a, yourself. You still have a little power, and you're you got yourself. a little little bit in the game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. and all all religions, most most religions have are based are centered around 
a like savior type yeah you know that surrenders surrender to this higher power kind of thing or or whatever the religion says is the higher power yeah the zeitgeist Mm -hmm. but well aa actually doesn't talk about they don't talk about it as a higher power like it's jesus Mm -hmm. the idea is that it's just not you right that's the higher power it could be um you know uh, the 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 stop sign at the end of the street that could be your higher power the, the point is it's just not you well, you're, 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 every time you stop at the stop sign you're surrendering to it <laughs> yeah. well right, <laughs> ah, right. There you, go. you have to accept that's it that's really accept <laughs> you know I always thought like when I first got my license when I was 16 or whenever it was I failed the first time so I was like, <laughs> whatever I was like 16 and a half um, I remember driving around just thinking, man, we're putting a lot of faith in all these other mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And like, just think like we're all these little ants driving around in these yep. crushing machines. <laughs> Death machines. Every, every day we see uh news report. Well, those who watch the news or read the papers or whatever. <laughs> nope. Nope. Yeah. You see, it's <laughs> like Lord. every day it's like, is that going to be me tomorrow? You know, it's like, yep. I used to um, do sound at this place that is closed. It was really popular down on campus, college campus. And, you know, I mean, this is, I've been sober for eight years, uh, but I used to get paid in drinks. Oh, my by God. By marketing wow. the sound nice. wow. at Bernie's. Bernie's. Oh, Bernie's. how about that? Let's feed, feed, let me just feed that yeah, addiction. Yeah, and uh, we're talking about smoking and stuff. Like, oh. I would just, I would just oh, be that a, place was rough. I would just be all Lotus. turned up. I can and, still smell it now. That man, the, the urinals were just everywhere. The, oh. Just feel the floor. Like no urinal, urinal cake. cake. Yep. I, would, I, would, I would drive home and think, man, I, I just had this feeling that, like, any second – it's not. It's going to be like a, a sliding on the on the um, pavement. Like That's the upside feeling you're down. Have. Yeah, I'm like, man, one of these days this is going to happen. So I'm like, I need to stop yes. thinking about so, it. No, stop doing it. Oh, oh, <laughs> I, I need to stop thinking. Like I got to keep Dr- drinking, drinking and driving, man. It's, it. it's stupid. Yeah. You know, a lot yeah. of people yeah. do it. Just think yeah. how many people yeah. are out there doing yeah. it. That's true. Yeah. You know, it's like crazy. I'm okay. I got pulled over twice in one night by the same cop. And he took me home both times. He followed me home and both times. you were just times. like, man, I'm just going to go. As soon as he left, I got, I mean, this is just dumb, dumb shit. I mean, there's Long, no, long time ago. Oh, a long time ago. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, he, he drove me home. I waited for him to go down the street. I got back in my car. Oh, yeah. And he, and, he, and he busted me at the same Jeez. stoplight. He's still sitting there. He's and like, he took me home doing? again. A stu- you're a stubbornness, OB, aren't you? And he got in bed with you. And he's like, you're <laughs> yeah, not going right. nowhere. And he's like, now you're going to. Don't you yeah. feel like you're. you're Serve living- and protect. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you feel like, you know, like I used to get so, uh, I mean, not to go on this weird. Go for it. Tangent about drinking and stuff. but Tangent. I used to get so jealous that people that could just go and just drink a couple at dinner and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't you feel like you have just a much better life now? Mm-hmm. Without worrying about all that crap. Yeah, there's so many other things that I have to worry about. And there's yeah. other things that are, you know, you, you can be addicted to many things, you know, mm-hmm. your mind, your work. Oh, yeah. There's so many things, you, you you know, just alcohol is just not one of the good ones. There, yeah. You know, you, I think personalities 
don't necessarily change, but no. it's where you point them. Mm-hmm. You know, like sure. I, I think it's kind of a superpower to be able to hyper focus, really get into something, almost obsess over it, and pull it off. But you had to point it, and right. So you put that into drinking. Mm-hmm. You're going to be a great well, drinker. You know, and bringing it back to remote viewing is talking about hyper focus. You can't get any more hyper focus yeah. than not being somewhere and seeing that shit going down. Yeah. The zone. They call it the zone. Yeah. Like a re- I mean, it's there a were real groups. Thing. There were groups that would find ho- like hostages. Yeah. In, in buildings in the, you know, the Congo or the desert or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, right. All that's on the line for that. And this woman was saying that they didn't just bring them in for the crime stuff as a last resort. There were there were FBI that were open-minded enough that they brought them in first, or they brought them in right as it go. You oh know. yeah, 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 yeah. They, yeah, they do they're that. a proven entity, and we we don't even think about it. it just you, you know, for the for the average person, they are not going to. It's going to take a lot to get over that hump of believing that somebody can and you know what think kind of, their way. And you know what um, messes it up? I mean, and see, like being a skeptic, uh, like I, I'm not saying for 100% I believe all this stuff. You know what I mean? I'm just uh, a fan of hearing about it. Me too. I like to, yeah. Well, but, but I think it's not, this is not the realm of parapsychology for me. I fully embraced that this is the reality of humanity and we're capable of this. And oh, I did that I, a, a, I some time ago I did. I and am. so I, I actually try these things first, like you were saying. Like I would be one of those open FBI people because I'd be like, you know what, we don't know. Well, we don't even know where to begin. Let's pay a bunch of officers to go out there and walk through the woods. Let's get Sylvia, <laughs> yeah, Brown. Let's right. get Sylvia Brown in here. That's draw, right. draw some pictures. Screw shit up. Remember when yeah, she like – Get him uh, a cup of coffee. She like totally screwed up the. There was a like, remember was that the lady on Montel Montel Williams, I Sylvia think she Brown did do the Montel show a few times. Sylvia Brown, yeah, I think she was. She, she would always like click her teeth with her nose. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> but she like somebody in the show, somebody on the show. They were like, she goes, yeah, she's dead, she's dead. But the, the, the but the girl wasn't dead <laughs> uh, no she's not no, no no she's she's dead or, or like she was alive it was something where she was so far off it was like you know 100 she's alive you need to go find her she's alive but the whole time she was dead you oh, gotta damn. you gotta dig her back up because she <laughs> you gotta That's help rough. her she's alive did she, did she give uh geraldo bad advice geraldo on that al capone thing was that who that was? I don't know. I don't know. I made that up. I have no idea. What are all that? I was making you know, a joke, but you probably didn't get it. One thing that, that gets me about the remote viewers is, and Ed Dames, I didn't really like him much. I, I, I struggled with him because I had a hard time believing a lot of his stuff because he gave so many damn predictions. And I'm listening to, you know, some Art Bell back yeah. in 1999. Right. None of this shit came true. But you have had prediction after prediction, and we're only a couple months before the major storm comes, or uh-huh. you know, where that always bugs the shit. I mean, the only way I could think. Well, my way see, the thing that, with the th- that is a trick, because if you make prediction after prediction after prediction, it'll, it'll manifest. You're going to have something that's going to stick. Yeah, one, and they're going to be like, "That's what they're going to well, remember." Yeah, yeah, it's twofold. So. You either you make prediction after prediction, you get it out into the consciousness, and the collective creative consciousness that we all have makes it come true. Right. The other thing about 
about making a making a prediction. Um, timelines change, so you know. Yeah, that was, so that was the end of my quatrains. Yeah, yeah Nostradamus did That's that, right. and he, but he was pretty clear that what he saw, he was just writing what he saw. He he didn't think it had to come true, and I, I think it's it's similar. I, I know what you mean about Major Ed Dames. I I felt the same it's way. Prophesizing his his yes, his energy was was no all 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 knowing. Yeah, and and I had a problem with that. Whereas I never felt that from Ingo. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Actually, Ingo Swan would be somebody you'd like to hang out with. Yeah. Ed Dames is somebody that is a teacher you never liked, yeah. really. And he just always had this sense that he was better than, you know. He, well, he he's was a major. Grace, gracing us with his presence on the show, you know. Yeah. A little bit of that. I mean, he was obviously. I mean, was he a real major? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I couldn't remember. Yeah. I mean, I heard him on Art Bell all, all, all the time. His medical record, uh, all his records were put up online. Oh. He was a real deal. But it, it's just the prediction part. It was like you could have left that out of there, and and you <laughs> you told me about what's credible. on the moon. You told me what's on the backside. Of the moon. All those things I could, you know, I could really go with you. Mm-hmm. But then you're like next Tuesday, <laughs> and it, it just doesn't happen. Especially it's been so long, you know. That always <clears> bugged me a little bit. Well, I I see it. You know, it's like I was saying a little bit ago. The skepticism in me is like, why? Like the lady who predicted the lottery tickets, mm-hmm. like there's no proof of that, right? Or is there? Well, the guy, um, <clears throat> he said so. For some reason, they it was something about a coffee bean. I can go back and look, and we can put it in the because yeah. it was interesting story. Okay. But there was something about a coffee bean. She predicted uh, that futures and coffee to put your money in it, and then. She did it multiple times for him, and it's documented that you know he bought her a house, and yeah, like but see, helped that her doesn't with that. Mean, yeah, I know it doesn't. You know what I mean? That's just like. But the news story, like and they're I both s- admitting it. I just see it as like right. uh, if there was somebody who could do that, then it's just like time travel. If there was a way to actually time travel, travel through time. He wouldn't be here. There would be, it would be like complete, there would be, you know, it would be completely different. It's just like, there would be no wars or, uh, maybe not like that, but I I just don't know. Like if, if, if somebody could. I think you'd, it'd get messed up if, if too many people knew how to travel through time, it'd get things that get really messed up. But we don't Even actually know the laws could. of it. We don't know what the laws are. It could be that everything is separate. That this isn't all one big timeline. They're, like th- well, they're all little yeah, slices. Go so whatever way, happens yeah. in that reality. We, we talked about that. It, yeah. The slices are so close together, like right. a like a thin pancake. Yeah. Like grooves. <clears throat> little slices. Grooves. Of, yeah. And then every so often things jump. You get enough energy, it can jump from timeline to timeline. But yeah, I, I... So on another timeline somewhere, that millionaire is actually Lundy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, but yeah. it's like Lundy's on a yacht <laughs> on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> it jumped like that. Yeah. I was on a yacht, but I just went to Mars. Yeah, and I was Mars. Rich. And, and like there's it. no water now, so right. it's right. kind of not useful. Just in, it's a sand boat. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's actually water on Mars <laughs> no, in, the, in I, this timeline. <laughs> oh, oh okay. there is? Oh, nice, because okay. that jumped too. Yeah, because you're time traveling. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I got to tell you, I, I like the time travel theory mm-hmm. it's and cool was, like, it really intrigues me when people like find these uh, photographs and uh 
Like there's that one where some guy is at like some, um, there's some guy at an auction back in like the 30s Oh yeah, that 40s. was at the Lincoln's uh, address. Yeah, or, yeah, and he's like wearing yep. like a looks Andrew like a, somebody was his yep. Andrew was and Andrew. he was a, he was a kid at the time. He's a Basagio. college kid or something. Basagio. Basagio. That's it. And his Andrew dad Basagio. was his dad was a big part of the. There was one called Chronovisor. Yep. Which was a type that. Could view the past. That could no, no. You you see it as a a little uh, a little uh, video like screen. A t- like a TV. You don't actually go in it. But then there's another one that spun around and put you there. Mm-hmm. But then you only had so much time in it. It's like quantum leap. Yeah. You know whatever. But the the photo you're talking about is really fascinating because it's a kid. And he looks out of place because he doesn't have the normal clothes on that everybody that the whole everybody sea of else people, had, yeah. which is weird as shit. And then you see, uh, if you look close enough, you can see it looks like an X-ray of his molars and his his right side of his jaw, and that's when it was fading out. Apparently, that's when the corona or the they can only be there so long or whatever. The camera. It was fading out, and that's when I, when I got. Oh, you talking about like him as a person? Yeah, he's like, so he's it, leaving. it was him, and he was leaving because you could see the X-ray part, and apparently that did make sense to a lot of people. How it was interesting. Yeah, he didn't look in place, and it certainly wasn't a Photoshop job. Well, what I read so was cool. that it was actual a person that was there, and he explained who he was and why he was wearing what he was wearing. It was like he From was like wearing the like eighteen the, whatevers. No, th- no, 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 no. This one was like. It was like from the twenties or something. Oh, but he was like at an auction, and he was like, <clears throat> everybody else was wearing suits and stuff, and this dude was like wearing like a a vest with like a what it looked like was like a graphic t t shirt. Oh man, Atari. But it was just like the, the college <laughs> yeah. that he went to. Oh. It was like their their sports jersey mm. or something. Okay. You ever seen the ones where they try to do that with time travel and it looks like somebody's holding an iPhone? Well, one of There's them was that. There's a bunch of those that, that just you know. It's one of the them same was pose. a one of them was a Chaplin film. Yeah, front of the Chinese theater. Yeah, it's a lady walking and she was like holding yeah. something. <laughs> but it's, it's people were saying that it could be like a hearing yeah. device. Yeah, like some kind of a sure hearing device. But this yeah, guy was I so articulate. Oh, he was it. so <laughs> articulate that Andrew Bassaggio mm-hmm. or whatever. He, if just, you ever get a chance, we should do a whole thing on his some of his oh predictions. He he seems legit. He seems sincere. He is very detail oriented. Incredibly intelligent. Uh-huh. Remember, uh huh. Remember the big Art Bell one? I think it was Art Bell. The the tighter, teeter, tighter. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, was it was. A, and was then all of a sudden, the guy was zip gone. They never found him. Any. Well, Do you know any of that story? No, I don't remember. Do you it's remember been that so one? long ago? But it's it's well known in the yeah, John Teeter. John Teeter. That's what it is. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Um, all I know he is w- that came he back was, from like the twenty twenty seven or something like that. Or he sent Art Bell a fax, yeah. and Art Bell read it, and then he took on from there. The guy came on a show a couple times and said, you know, I'm out of here. I, you know, this would be my last whatever. Yeah. And then people have been looking for him for 30 years, and there's no sign of him. Nope. Did he say how he was going to leave? He, he told, I can't believe well, I I that That's thing, a so. really fun one. John Teeter. John Teeter. Look up John Teeter. That'll yeah. take you down a fun rabbit hole. Yeah. And yeah. listen to him, his interviews. Yes. It's not, it doesn't. 
the the good ones are believable, obviously, but there's some real shit out there. There's a one. <laughs> have you seen that? There's a a movie, a uh, real cheap budget one that just came out not too long ago, where a guy was he's an older guy talking about um, yes his time travel experience and yeah. I and think it was I a younger kid who did one too, and they're just—it's all this documentary style that Blair I'm from Witch the future, crap. but they try to oh, make it Blair look Witch. real. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I sent that to you guys. Remember, yeah. you loved it; he hated it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, we I, need to—we need to make something like that. <laughs> Do some Blair Witch stuff, aliens. Yeah. You remember the one where it was uh. The guy who had the ETs visiting his window. That freaked me out. <laughs> so <laughs> Tiffany saw the same thing. <laughs> Tiffany saw the same thing, and she's like, are you kidding me? And, and I showed her the next day because when I saw it at night alone, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, that was real as hell. Yeah. And then I'm like, Tiff, you got to see this the next day. She's like, what? <laughs> that doesn't look real at all. Because <laughs> I was freaked out for a full day on that one. Were you yeah. high? They were weird. No, uh-uh. It was, it was something, man. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. So the, the guy, the, the thing kind of peeks up yep. over. He's in the kitchen. Yep. And it looks like a normal oh, place. Oh, that's normal. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. And yeah. it happened a couple times. That was a big coast-to-coast yep. thing. Yeah. But remote viewing. Yeah, we keep straying, but <laughs> it's fun. It's a great, it's a great topic. <laughs> I haven't seen you guys in so long. I know, I know it's been a minute, <laughs> like a year. <laughs> I'm hoping everyone on the live stream is enjoying this chitter chatter, and um, we'll answer some questions here in a few. Yeah, we got like uh, Halloween coming up next month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. <laughs> Our Halloween episode. What are we going to do for Halloween? I forget. Um, we were going to live in a graveyard, right? Yeah. Oh, we could do that. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah, astral projection out mm-hmm. of the graveyard, from yep. the graveyard. We are going to do live from our astral bodies <laughs> oh, shoot. in the graveyard. Well, we'll have to have somebody watching over us mm-hmm. in the studio. <laughs> Send one of us to the actual graveyard. Uh, that's it. So we that's didn't talk idea. a lot about... <laughs> I we, think I know who we're sending. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going. I'm afraid of everything. <laughs> I'll go. The skeptics and the skeptic. Yeah. I really wish I could ask her. Speaking of I've Blair tried. Witch, I watched uh, an interview long, long, long time ago. It was back when, uh, you know, it was still four by three TVs. But the actor who was the first one who went missing in that film mm-hmm. was uh, out in the woods. Um, because he had to, part of the film, you know, because it was only four people. There was four people. Yeah. The m- movie maker, mm-hmm. I forget his name, and then the three actors. Mm-hmm. And while they were shooting, they were in the pitch black, the one who was missing had to go out and make these noises, like these screams and oh, terror, sounds of terror. And he was like, that's the most scared I've ever been in my life. Being out there having to do that. Having to do that for a movie. <laughs> Hearing <laughs> your own voice back to your you and stuff. Screams. Oh, yeah, that's oh trippy. Goodness. You're right. Because you have to get in that, in that like, mm-hmm. mindset. You and there's to. no, it's not like you're piping it in now. Like, you can just add that in and post. No. no. Back then, it was all real deal. 
Wow. God, I love that. And in the, <laughs> the second film, uh, the the other one that was um, super cool was uh, Paranormal Activity. Oh, that one was cool. I have to say, I really liked that. There's was that real? <laughs> no. Okay. But, but it was cool. But <laughs> there is a film, The Making of Paranormal Activity, on Prime, I think. Okay. But like the way that film was made was brilliant. It was just some guy. He had ten grand, and he was like, "I want to do this." <laughs> he went to L.A. and he had a couple uh, audition, live audition. You know, he would set up an office somewhere, and he had people come in, and he really didn't know what he was doing. He was just like, "Let's try this." But the way it was marketed was brilliant because they had it to where people would vote, and like the when the first after the first screening in L.A., I think it was in L.A. Then it just started gaining like radio because this was vote a, whether it was real or not. No, whether if, if you wanted it to come to your city. Oh, so you would vote for a screening really? to come to your city, and like you know he's not going to come if nobody's voting, you know. So right. he knew in advance right. if people were going to come. That's smart. Yeah. So you we know could, we could do something like that. We could or we could do a remote viewing demonstration. Or a, oh, or a training. We could bring somebody here. There's a group out of Atlanta, I think, called Farsight. I actually am a member of their organization. They do regular monthly remote viewings of different events. And uh, they don't just do stuff on planet Earth. They do stuff off off planet. And these are very credible remote viewers. So you Can can't, you can't uh, cross-check what they're I mean, you can't, no. Um, but they, they also... Uh, You're like, all right, I'll take your word for it. Well, they also <laughs> do things in it. They do stock market predictions. I know. It's way down. I can't get this baby to stop. There you go. They do stock market pre- predictions and other things as well. But d- does it wow. work? I mean, that's what I'm uh, getting You know, I, I've not tried to, ch- to cross-check. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it is pretty fascinating what they're able to find. I mean, th- when the Ukraine war first broke out, they were... They they had predicted some of this. They they were see again. They don't know exactly where yeah, they are, right. but they're they're say they're sharing. They're well. There's a a large military vehicle and it's coming in under cover of night, and the people on the other side don't know. And you know it, you know they were able to get pretty specific because they're getting they can get into the feeling of the people. That's one thing we didn't talk about with remote viewing. You can actually some good remote viewers don't just view the the physical landscape. They can also get into the the um, energy and the state. emotional state of of the participants if they're participants. I'll say humans, <clears throat> particularly in the area. So, again, I maybe if the if our listeners are interested in a demonstration or That'd some sort a of a, a training, we could uh, we could get that put together. Yeah. So, why don't you guys let us know? A little a little group, get yeah. a little remote, and all do it together. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. Now tell us if you guys are interested in. The, in the in the chat tell you what i want to do and i've tried many times and i just can't get there hole in one (laughs) i have never gotten a hole in one um (laughs) astro 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 protection so here's what i've gotten to and and i I listen to a lot of this stuff to try to you know to to know what's going to happen or at least help myself out of my body is i get to a place so first you get to a place where you can't feel the rest of your body without falling asleep there's a there's a place I can get there pretty quickly, can't you? Where you just you yep. you haven't moved your body mm-hmm. in all this time. It's like your mind forgets your body's connected Lucid to you a little bit. Lucid dreaming almost. Yeah. Yeah, but you're still there. You're still aware. You're still hearing everything. And then 
if you get to the space just before you fall asleep where you actually start hearing like a humming noise. There, there's a, a noise associated with this, Ooh, like, a, like a whirling, whipping sound. And then apparently, and this is where I get lost, is you get really anxious, you can get really scared, you have really crazy thoughts, really crazy images come to your head. And then if you can bear all that, you can pop out of your body. And then another guy was saying, you know, pretend there's a rope above you and pull yourself out. Yeah, another trick is to focus on, like, your light switch oh. and say, I need to go turn off my light. Oh, that way, when, nice. you're, when you're getting to that spot, you're like, okay, now I'm going to the light switch. Yeah. And then once you get up, you're up. Yeah. And you're out and about. And then when you're up, the other thing is a lot of times you get so anxious, you pop right back in. Yeah. So it's the people that can train themselves yeah and little by little if you're able to do it but oftentimes these people are so good at they'll pop right out i mean it's just they pop right out they go to sleep Mm -hmm. they're like i want to do this tonight that's one of the techniques when i was uh i've I've only done it a handful of times uh lucid dreaming i have recently i had one it was crazy i started taking that mirtazapine again because i just was not sleeping recently yeah i just wasn't sleeping I think part of it is because I moved my bedroom, so I'm in a whole new, you know. Feng Shui. Yeah, it's completely different. It's just, it's not working. Mm. But there's nothing I can do. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I would use that technique where I would focus on the stairway or the light switch down. Because I have a light switch down by the stairway. Have you popped out of your body? In dreams. In dreams where I knew I was dreaming. And yeah, I'm, I've had that. That That's fantastic. Yeah. Where you can walk around and do things. But I always wanted to try, like, like, like I was think I was telling you or somebody, maybe I was t- talking on, on the air, where, like, I would be able to go, I could fly, mm-hmm. oh, but it was like I could only that. go so high, and I was jumping, really. Like, mm-hmm. I would come down, and I would go back up. And I could only go so high, and I could not go outside of 270. <laughs> you know, uh, which is a, a freeway, outer belt. outer belt around where we're at. In the outer belt. I couldn't go outside. So I was always like looking. I'm like, I don't want to go in towards where I'm at, like in, in, in town. In the, in the city. I want to go out where wow. the people I, I want to spy on. I just couldn't go. And I think it was because I had an agenda. Uh-huh. I wanted to spy on somebody, Maybe. and it wasn't allowing me to do that. So, have you ever heard that, that there's you. that there's some there's some bad entities entities in this Absolutely. too? The shadow people. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, they've talked a lot about that. This kind of lower vibration mm-hmm. kind of thing that you can go as much as you can go up, you can kind of go down. Yeah, you know, figuratively. You want to yeah, try not to do that because yeah. you don't want to get those attachments. Dark arts. I well, actually right. yeah. had a situation that. where lucid dreaming where I was, um, in my I was in my bed at night, um, and my dog was on the floor in his bed, and uh, his name's Quigley. Quigley was down on, on the floor in his bed, and I was. Um, all of a sudden, I had the you know the paralysis, the sleep paralysis, mm-hmm. and then my eyes were not open. Okay, they were shut, but I saw the sh- a shadow being mm-hmm. on the right side of the bed at the you foot did. of the bed. Oh yeah. Did you could could you look directly at it? Yes, yes. And did it have red eyes? Oh, and it those starts. Are the weird ones. It starts 
you know, slowly walking towards those, the end of the bed. Those ones are the weird ones? Yeah. <laughs> They're all weird. <laughs> They're all weird. And You don't want to get a red eye. No, mm. it was creepy. And, I, and I, I felt it, and I saw it again through my third eye. I saw it. Yeah. And the dog, Quigley. Down under. Quigley down under, yeah. <laughs> my dog came to the side of the bed. Not physically. His little spirit came. He was still asleep. His spirit came to the side of the bed, pawing, 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 pawing to physically wake me up. Whoa. And it and so I would move and so the shadow person would go away. Quigs. And uh I I woke up, I still couldn't move. Um and of course Quigley was laying down on the floor. Wow. He hadn't caught his his spirit woke me up. And the sh- and the shadow was gone. Was, was he doing that thing with his Yep. 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 <laughs> yeah. You know how dogs do when they oh, sleep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Have you guys um have you guys ever looked up? So here's another one to Google that's a ra- just Google shadow people. Oh, yeah. Hundreds oh. of thousands of people, maybe more by now. Yeah. It's just an insane amount of people have seen these. And I've never seen another one. Would you want to explain what they time. are? So go for it. Uh, everyday waking life. Now, there's also in in their subconscious, your your astral body. They're there too, but in waking life, you could be looking at something, and out out of usually it's out of the corner of your eye. You see a, a moving, uh, a silhouette, like you would see, um, you know, like a, an old uh, old poster that was just a black silhouette of a. Of a but it was it's, it's typically a very simple shape. Um, not really being able to tell if it's a man or woman. Just a, it's a, it's a shape. And there's other people that have said that when they've looked at it, it almost is surprised that you see it. And it either flees, meaning, and when it's fleeing, it's walk, it's walking down the wall. You know, this is one-dimensional. This is a one-dimensional figure walking down the wall. That would make sense that it's in the lower astral plane if it's one-dimensional. Yeah, maybe. It would have to be. Have you ever checked like out the, uh, paper. the Reddit page called No Sleep? <laughs> have you? Yes. Oh, my God. It's it's the best Reddit. I mean, you could just be on there for months. So you're not sleeping. That's why It's just so like people's experiences. Like, oh, they're just scary. <sighs> stuff. It's, like, it's, not, it's, called, it's not no sleep because you're not sleeping. It's no sleep because when you read some of this shit, you don't want to sleep. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Some yeah. Freddy Krueger stuff. Yeah. God. Some of it's really good. Well, I, I have, you know, I don't watch horror films anymore. When I, I was younger, I used to, we'll see. Tiff's a freak. I um, used to love that genre my favorite was the hellraiser series mm. and i liked hellraiser because it was interdimensional because it was um more psychological than gory though it was plenty gory um anyway i i really used to love horror but i i don't i have not watched a horror film in years probably 10 years or more because i don't need that in my psyche, <laughs> but I used to love it a lot. So no judgment here. It's just not something I can do anymore. But mm. I will say that I had one experience that I feel was significant astral travel. So I was in uh, Jamaica. and Call me now. I was. I happened to be in Jamaica, and I had a, a friend, and... Um, 
I said, I, we had talked about doing this and, uh, I was like, I'm going to come and visit you. Like, I'm just, I'm just going to come and visit you. And I'd never been to her house. And, uh, I said, don't tell me where you live. Don't tell me anything about it. I'm going to try to Ooh, astral travel. That's interesting. And she's like, okay. Cause she had just moved. I'm like, so don't tell me. And I, I knew what state she was in and that was it in, in the city, but I didn't know anything else. And so I was like, okay. And then I happened to be in Jamaica and it's just like, I don't know the vibe there. The energy there is really pure. Um, also in, I've been in Bali and the energy there was very pure. And so I had no trouble getting into that state really fast. Mm. So anyway, I'm, I'm sleeping, you know, in, in my hotel in, in Jamaica and I, um, I'm lucid dreaming and all of a sudden a bus shows up in the dream. And it's like this crazy Harry Potter bus. <laughs> and I get on the bus and they're like, you know, where are you going? You know, I'm like, oh, I'm going to so-and-so's house. They're like, where does she live? I'm like, I don't know. You're, you're supposed to know. I'm on the bus. Tell me where to go. So the bus driver's like, get in, shuts the door, and then we're flying. And the bus is doing the loop-de-loop. Wow. And, and you're like holding on for your dear life going, oh, my gosh, why did I get in this bus? This is crazy. The next thing I know, the bus screeches to a halt. Door opens. Get out. Where am I? I was at our apartment building. And I remember walking up to the building. I looked around. I walked. I looked at the number. I opened the glass door. I walked down the hall. I looked at the mailbox. I saw her name. I went upstairs. And the whole time... There were Asian grandmothers in the hallway looking at me, mm -hmm. looking at me, looking at me, like. And then people really don't see you on. in astral. No, well, these Unless were they, they were in the it. same astral plane, yeah. because these were her protectors. Oh. She's Korean. And cool. and I I I was like, I'm just here to visit. I said to the Asian grandmothers, I'm just here to see her. And they just they just stood in, stood in their chairs just looking at me. Wow. They never said anything, but I knew that they were her protectors. And they obviously knew that I was not a threat. So they let me go. They let me go see her. Well, she wasn't there. Um, she wasn't there. I was supposed to visit her in her, her sleep. She was not there. The next day, I call her up, and I'm like, hey, I visited you last night. She goes, I wasn't there. I was somewhere else last night. So she wasn't physically at her place. Whoa. And I, was, I described her place. I told her the number. I told her everything. And she goes, oh, my God. That's it. That's where I live. So I was there, you guys. Wow. That's, so you might well, try the exactly same thing. It. it just happened. Like, I didn't, I didn't say go, I'm going to get on this crazy. I'm going to get on this crazy ass bus and I'm going to land there. I didn't say that. But I did set my intention before I went to sleep. And I was like, I'm going to go visit my friend. Yeah. And that I've just shared with you exactly what happened as I got, as it, as it, as it occurred. It's like astro planning or, and remote viewing all in one. Yeah, it kind of was, like, actually. Um, I don't know where one and the other begins. I don't actually know much how they're different, really. Except I think one, you're sleeping. Whoa, and in remote whoa, viewing, you're right. not sleeping. But... Um, 
Right. Astral projection is not sleeping. It's not. No, that's what I'm saying. It's not sleeping. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the it's uh, remote viewing is re- not sleeping. Yeah, that, and remote that's in the waking world, and it's just like a, it's like a tool. It's, it's your more m- lucid. Your mind's eye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The mind's eye. I think we don't know shit about so that. So astral projection is probably the same as. Yeah. But just uh, maybe just a different uh, wave state. Like, yeah, I think it's like remote theta. viewing is you have a, you have a. Uh, there's a purpose. A, yeah, there's a purpose. It's an operation. Yeah, versus um, astral projection, you're just kind of just going. Yeah. And then funny, it's guided. It, it, it's it, like you're it, telling you where to. You can almost think about this like, like right now is like the beginning of the internet with astroplaning. Like, what happens when <laughs> you just everybody? Astroplaning. <laughs> <laughs> but what happens when like you... hydroplaning? But astral. But no. not... oh, did I really? <laughs> Just made another word. <laughs> astral planning. <laughs> well, isn't it? What is it called? Astro. I like it. Astral planning. Yeah. No, it's really? not called I, that. Have, but... Oh, that's weird. <laughs> I thought maybe that word verb. was used all the time. <laughs> um, astral projection. There yes. it is. You're projecting. <laughs> astral projecting. Anyway. You're tired. So too much. You're tired you like and the, you got coffee. It's too much sugar. I mean, think about it. When everybody decides that they can do this and and everybody starts doing it then you know what There's was really empty like and, and yeah then it's gonna be a whole nother world in there it's oh like to be God, internet it's gonna be all crowded now and yeah it'll be nuts there won't be any bandwidth on the astral right. high, high right. highway people wanting to sleep more than they're awake <laughs> hey i'm already there now man i i don't want to virtual reality really i don't want to get a natural up. version of virtual reality <laughs> See, that's why we don't need virtual reality, because mm-hmm. we already have it. It's already programmed in us. Well, I think, you know, like, when I was in high school, uh, there was a friend of mine, Glenn. <clears throat> he, he, we would go to his house, you know, in high school, and we would literally get so high. And he would play these astral projections uh, CDs. <laughs> This was like right when CDs came out, like, you know. So technology, you're mixing it. You're like, like wow, what is this? And we get so high, and then we just be like, man, I gotta go home. I, this is freaking me the fuck out. I need to go because, like, you know, you would be listening to these guided astral projecting yeah. meditation CDs where they're like, now, yeah, what well, was kind of like a. <laughs> ASMR. Type. Oh, of course. Now what we're going to do is we're going to count backwards from 10. And we're going to open the door. We're going to open the door. And there would be like this new new age music in the background. Don't and forget to breathe. And your heart's just going. <laughs> doom, 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 what doom. do you see on the other side right. of the door? You're like, I'm, I'm seeing. I need, I, need to get, I need to go. It's like Enya. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You're like, Enya. Them strawberry zingers. Or no, Enigma. I was thinking Enigma. Enigma. But I like Enya too. I think Enya, they, but Enigma. I like <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah. Everything's like a drop. <laughs> you know? It's yeah. so good. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, man. I think we. <laughs> now you got like the 8K stuff on, on YouTube. Like you, you can say 8K, if you. 8K? What's that? Like if you listen to. Uh, like even like Metallica, uh, I should probably bleep that out or we'll wow. get sued. Eight K, eight K. Like that. like you can listen. To that. I think there's even like sixteen K now. But like they would just people would remaster these songs in eight K frequencies to well, where, like, oh, and the, yeah. you listen to it and it goes from 
uh, oh, wow. left to right to left to right. And like it just puts you in this bizarre state. You just feel weird. Wow. You know, it's like these phase reversals and everything. But yeah. I think we need a couple demonstrations at the Lundberg estate. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to do that. I do think we need to go to the Serpent Mountains this, yep. this spring. It's yeah. on. It's on. We're going to do it. We ought to take a couple of trips, man. I, yeah. I really wish we could find some UFO flap that just started or has been going on that we could go and, you know, get a chance to see one. Like, I still believe Sedona or Arizona or, or uh, Washington. Yeah, that one. That other one. We yeah. could go to all that. We just need to get a good pair of, uh, I don't even know what generation they're on now, but those, um, those, uh, what, what are they? The, uh, third generation. Oh, uh, infrared. Infrared goggles. Yeah, infrared goggles. People are seeing them all day long. You know where we that. could go is that, uh, uh, Neil Armstrong. Oh, yes. No, it, it, is it Neil Armstrong? Isn't it? Uh, uh, or, or is it uh, what's his Conserva- nuts? The state, the senator. What was his I name? was gonna say it was John, John Glenn. Glenn. I John think Glenn. it's John Glenn. Yeah, John Glenn. That's what I say. Wrong oh, astronaut. <laughs> the John Glenn Observatory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In in That's Delaware beautiful. or um, Granville. No, Delaware? it's far. It's down by Chillicothe. It's like Hawking. Oh, it's is hockey, this kind of yeah, new? Loud, uh, not Loudville. Newish. Yeah. Pleasantville. Yeah. It's only a couple years old. Yeah, we should go there. I'd, I'd love to do that. But we need those goggles though. I they're like three, four hundred bucks. You can get it. I mean, they're Should coming get down. get it cheaper than that. The third generation, because I remember listening to Art Bell when they would go down to, like that. I don't, I don't know if it's that place in Washington, but there was a place somewhere like Julian, Julian, somebody, Julian. That was the guy's name. Julian Sands. Did you hear about that guy? Oh, another guy, Julian Sands. No, he's missing. What? The actor. <gasps> he went um, hiking in Southern California. In the Come on, you know not to go in those parks. Yep, he's missing. Julian Sands. Did you see the new four uh, missing? That's like now people are be like, <laughs> you guys aren't like actually in September. <laughs> missing four one one. We're time traveling. Oh now. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's all right. The missing uh, missing four one one. You know yeah. those series? Yes. There's a new one out. Well, oh, God, I say new, new to me, but I think it's pretty new. Um, is the uh, extra extraterrestrial uh, connection? It's called. Oh, have you e- seen? E- have e- you, e- have something. you seen those um, those maps of the comparison between? And it, I've I've seen where it's kind of been proven to where it's been doctored, but it's cool to look at anyway. Where it's like, if you look oh, at all the p- yes. places where people are missing. Right. Oh yeah, in parks. Yep. I saw that. I saw that map. Yep. Yeah, compared to where there's cave systems. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I saw spooky. that too. So there was a recent article on. Sorry, um, I didn't mean to. Doctor, that's a whole. That's a whole show. It is. Doctor Michael Salas, one of his guests, have talked about the ant people. Yep. In Florida. The Hopi. Uh huh. And these ant people are have been guarding the the giants, the redheaded giants, who are about to wake up. And the ant people have said that they're going to start coming out more. And they want to introduce more people to their way of life in the cave system. And the ant people are the ones that saved the Native Americans when the last flood hit. And they saved a lot of other people, too. 
That's I am so, nuts about this inner earth thing. There yep. is something there. Well, I think that might be the subject of our next yeah, show. I love that. Thing. I love <laughs> that one. All right. Well, it seems so possible. To to, tonight we have explored remote viewing, out of body experiences, astral planning, astral projection, <laughs> and a whole lot of other cool things that lie squarely in the gray area. Until next time. Stay cool.